When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Coming up on 5-Minute News. U.S. Attorney General Barr says no widespread election fraud. Prosecutors investigating potential White House bribery for pardon scheme. And UN Security Council unlikely to act on Iran's scientist killing. It's Wednesday, December 2. I'm Anthony Davis. Disputing President Donald Trump's persistent, baseless claims, Attorney General William Barr declared on Tuesday the US Justice Department has uncovered no evidence of widespread voter fraud that could change the outcome of the 2020 election. Barr's comments in an interview with the Associated Press contradict the concerted effort by Trump, his boss, to subvert the results of last month's voting and block President-elect Joe Biden from taking his place in the White House. Barr said that US attorneys and FBI agents have been working to follow up specific complaints and information they've received, but to date, we have not seen fraud on a scale that could have affected a different outcome in the election. The comments, which drew immediate criticism from Trump attorneys, were especially notable coming from Barr, who has been one of the president's most ardent allies. Barr went to the White House on Tuesday for a previously scheduled meeting that lasted almost three hours. Trump didn't directly comment on the Attorney General's remarks on the election, but his personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, and his political campaign issued a scathing statement, claiming that with all due respect to the Attorney General, there hasn't been any semblance of an investigation into the President's complaints. Other administration officials who have come out forcibly against Trump's allegations of voter fraud evidence have been fired, but it's not clear whether Barr might suffer the same fate. Gabriel Sterling, manager for the state's voting systems, said threats since the election have become so intense that police officers are stationed outside his house. Sterling, visibly angry at a brief press conference on Tuesday, directed some of his remarks squarely at fellow Republican Trump. Stop inspiring people to commit potential acts of violence. Someone's going to get hurt. Someone's going to get shot. Someone's going to get killed, Sterling said. The US Justice Department is investigating a potential crime related to funneling money to the White House in exchange for a presidential pardon, according to court documents unsealed in federal court. 
U.S. District Judge Beryl Howe released a heavily redacted order on Tuesday that described what she called a bribery-for-pardon investigation. About half of the 18-page document was blacked out, with the publicly available version providing few details of the alleged scheme and naming none of the people potentially involved. It said federal prosecutors in Washington said they had obtained evidence of a bribery scheme in which someone would offer a substantial political contribution in exchange for a presidential pardon or reprieve of sentence. The order said prosecutors were also investigating a secret lobbying scheme in which two unidentified individuals acted as lobbyists to senior White House officials without complying with the registration requirement of the Lobbying Disclosure Act. The Justice Department had to ask Howell's permission to view certain emails between a lawyer and clients who were not identified. Howell granted the request in August, saying the attorney-client privilege did not apply in that instance. Prosecutors had said they planned to confront three unnamed individuals with the communications and finish their investigation. According to Howell's order, government investigators said they had seized over 50 digital media devices, including iPhones, iPads, laptops, thumb drives and computer and external hard drives. Presidents enjoy wide latitude under the U.S. Constitution in pardoning people convicted of federal crimes and miscarriages of justice. Donald Trump last week pardoned his former national security adviser Michael Flynn, who had twice pleaded guilty to lying to the FBI during the investigation into Russian meddling in the 2016 presidential election. That was the first of what is expected to be a string of pardons in Trump's final weeks in the White House. According to Howell's order, the Justice Department had recently told her it wanted to keep the investigation from becoming public because it detailed individuals and conduct that had not yet been charged. Just hours after the assassination of a top Iranian nuclear scientist, Tehran demanded the United Nations Security Council condemn the killing and take action against those responsible. But diplomats say the call is likely to go unheeded. At a minimum, the 15-member body could discuss Friday's killing of nuclear scientist Mohsen Fakhridaze behind closed doors if a member requests such a meeting or it could agree on, by consensus, a statement on the issue. But South Africa's U.S. Ambassador Jerry McGiller, Council President for December, said on Tuesday that no member had so far requested to discuss the killing or Iran in general. Diplomats also said there had been no discussion of a statement. The Security Council is charged with maintaining international peace and security and has the ability to authorise military action and impose sanctions. But such measures require at least nine votes in favour and no vetoes by the United States, France, Britain, Russia or China. While no party has claimed responsibility for the killing of Fakhrizadeh, viewed by Western powers as the architect of Iran's abandoned nuclear weapons programme, Iran has accused Israel. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's office has declined to comment. The United States traditionally shields Israel from any action at the Security Council. Washington has declined to comment on the assassination of the scientist.
The UN investigator on extrajudicial executions, Agnes Calamard, said on Friday that many questions surrounded the killing of Fakhrizadeh, but noted the definition of an extraterritorial targeted killing outside of an armed conflict. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Burn the Boats from Evergreen Podcasts. I interview political leaders and influencers, folks like award-winning journalist Soledad O'Brien and conservative columnist Bill Kristol about the choices they confront when failure is not an option. I won't agree with everyone I talk to, but I respect anyone who believes in something enough to risk everything for it. Because history belongs to those willing to burn the boats. Episodes are out every other week wherever you get your podcasts.